This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome to the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Ken. With me today are Cody and Kyle. Hello, everyone. Hi. Friday. Friday. We made it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we always forget. Oh, Oh, and it's Friday. Yay. (laughs) That's why we're here recording this podcast every Friday. (laughs) Every Friday. (laughs) It'll always be a a nice surprise for us. (sighs) It just felt like one of those weeks. Like... Yeah, a lot's been going on. We're getting busy. There's a lot of product coming out in the next couple of weeks. Been, which which is good. Yeah. Which we're excited about, well, of we've, course. We've uh, traversed the desert of March. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're, now we're in April where we have, in some places, too many movies. Too many movies, I would say. There's... <laughs> To give it, to give every movie the attention and space it deserves, there's too much. We had two genuine wide releases in March, and we have three in one week in April. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Easter famine. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to see what's our what's our next month like this. We're not going to have one for a while. I guess like what the next one would be maybe June. So May's going to be a little light, not and not that it's not big. We've got Doctor Strange and Top Gun and, and all that in May, but... Well, there's only three really in May, right? Bob's Burgers, Top Gun, and... I would even count Bob's Burgers. Yeah, you have to. That's not going to be that big, is it? I don't it's not, know. It's not going to yeah. be small. It's not for little kids, really. It's an adult animated movie. I don't... When was the last time we had something like that that wasn't like South Park or Sausage Party or... I mean, Sausage Party would probably be the most recent one. Yeah. I keep thinking Weird. back to Simpsons, but... It's the, the Simpsons yeah. movie was not huge, but it did very well. Right. So that's but what we have Simpsons to compare it to. Bigger, I would say a bigger franchise than Bob's Burgers. Although I love Bob's Burgers. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. excited for this movie. I just wouldn't count it as the big one, as the big, big ones. I don't know. It's a passionate fan base. <laughs> Maybe that's the ticket. Maybe. Maybe they'll just keep coming back, no matter how good or bad it For is. For mustachioed people who love hamburgers, I think it makes <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot of sense. Right in my lane. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all fans of hamburgers here. Yeah. <laughs> well, lead us into the regularly scheduled release date changes that we have every week, no matter what, even during pandemic times when theaters were closed. What you got this week, Cody? Uh, Kyle wrote nothing on my sheet, <laughs> so I've got nothing Not for a, you. Zip? Zero? Nothing. nothing in the immediate future anyway, which right. is good. We don't have to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> we can start off on a happy note. We don't have to yes. make fun of a certain film company that moves things just to move them. Well, yeah. let's let's wait on that for a bit. Right. We don't have to be upset at another film company that likes to put stuff on streaming yeah. after you've advertised it. Yeah. <laughs> yet i know next topic we're rolling through this today all right um booking strategies just gearing up for busy april that's that's it it's just trying to find enough space for all of this product which is a good it's a good problem and it means you know you might not get the play weeks the number of runs you wanted but everything should be pretty packed i'm really looking forward to april it'll be good and at the end of the month is CinemaCon, so we'll all have something to celebrate oh yeah that's right anybody that any film company that complains about not having enough runs in april please open your film in march yeah. <laughs> or mid-may or mid-may <laughs> there's plenty of room at those two places yeah. we could have I mean, used there's you also in march. august and <laughs> september no, right. we're talking immediate here, Kyle. Don't All don't right. give them an idea. All There's right. months. Fine, past, my bad, yeah. my bad, my bad. Months past. Just May. thought we wanted the content. <laughs> um, Lost City opened up really well last week, and I'm I think it's going to have a solid three weeks. But anything more than that, unless you have a massively huge complex, you can only give it a couple. You know, those two to three weeks, and then it's on to the next thing. And so, but I super enjoyed Lost City last week, and I think word of mouth is really good. I think. Everybody that I've talked to really enjoyed it, and so it's going to hold up pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that as well. I finally was able to go out and see it, and I enjoyed it just as much as you guys did when you kept raving about it last week. Um, It's nice to see a rom-com back. We were hoping it to be as good as it was, and it didn't disappoint. No, it was really good. It was not too, like, cheesy, romantic, you know, not 
dumb comedy and Daniel Radcliffe was awesome in it. He was just, he was a lot of fun, I think. Yeah. He made it for a really great villain and for any good romantic comedy, you have to have the main leads have some uh, chemistry some chemistry and Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, they do just that. I mean, they, they played the stereotype roles that we've seen them do in mm-hmm. other comedies, but I felt like it was okay here, it was especially okay. since we haven't seen them do that in quite a few years and the pandemic probably had something to do with it as well i think yeah yeah i was okay with the familiarity of the characters and of them playing those characters yeah as long as it as long as it brings out the entertainment and the laughs right it it should be forgiven i like the sassy publicist i like the um airplane captain yeah the the social media manager (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) she had one or two moments i liked her too there was good little bits on all the characters so yeah I think it'll hold up really well. Um, but I'm like hoping I said, so. It's only got a couple weeks at just to make its mark, and then it's done and gone. And then we've got Morbius this week. So, yeah. Well, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that one. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's going to open very strong. We hope. We hope. Um, so, we... Kyle, did you? is there anything more you wanted to say on Lost City before we move on to our Morbius review? Because we all saw it. Yeah, it's which, the first time for everything. I, I, know, I know this is kind of a treat, but <laughs> yeah. no, you guys said um, pretty much. I would just be echoing what you guys said last week about the Lost City. It's very enjoyable. People should go out and see it. Support mm-hmm. that one. Yep. Okay, on to Morbius. Ken and I literally just got out of the movie. We Ooh. we went to an early matinee and got done and drove to the office. And like a fool, I was like, okay, let's not tell say anything in the car. Till we get to the office. Let's, it's let's two put minutes. this in context. Walking <laughs> out of the door of the theater, we are parked in the third parking spot out the door. First matinee of the day. Cody says, let's not talk about this until we get to the podcast. We walk to the truck. We get in the truck. She says, I just want to tell you one thing about the movie real quick. <laughs> and and it's like, like no. no. And I'm like, oh. This was your rules. That is so typical. <laughs> I know I couldn't. <laughs> what are you, a politician, changing the rules for I'm, yourself? I'm not even surprised. In the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought as we're walking out, I was like, "Ooh, I have so many juicy things to say. I'll save them for the podcast." And then we got in the truck, and I'm like, "I really want to talk to Kid about this. I can't wait." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I red bolded it up, and here we are. Where do you guys want to start? <laughs> Where can one start with this movie? Um, Ken, did you enjoy the film? Let's take this at a 30,000 foot view all right everybody's just going to give their their letter grade for the film to start and then we're going to dive into specifics real quick okay okay i like that solid d okay (laughs) uh i will say d d plus i'm being generous but yeah i was gonna go B. Oh no. B minus C plus, like right around. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Now she's playing. Oh, around. I'm so afraid now. I <laughs> no. I shouldn't be so. Okay. 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 What B did plus. you like about? What the did movie, you like Cody? about? I loved the special effects of all of his powers. Oh, Every no. single shot of that, I was like, "Ooh, that's so cool." Ooh, I even said it to Ken in the movie. I'm like, "That looks so cool." I loved the special effects. For me, that was just awesome to see. Could you see the special effects? Because I couldn't see it through it, the. It, jumbled mess of action sequences and murky gray cinematography <laughs> I, i'll give you that it was not very well lit no it, the, that's why i think maybe i like the special effects so much because it was the only color <laughs> that you ever saw sure um but yeah i thought i i think they were really cool i think that I, to me i saw i liked what they did with that a mm. lot i mean up close when they show like the transformation stuff it did it did look pretty good, so I'll give you that. that. I liked all the echolocation stuff. I liked the, co- the colors. I I like the slow-mo, like, bullets flying by sequences. I thought it was so cool. I liked him flying. I don't think I'm giving away anything away there. You're, you're not. You're describing the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, what did you like? I liked Matt Smith as the villain because he was hamming it up the whole time. I was the only one laughing in the theater, so I guess no one else saw the shtick he was doing that I was seeing, but that's okay. At least I got like, my own enjoyment Like in that bathroom dance sequence? <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Him running in slow motion, uh, like 
facing exactly towards you with like yeah. his vampire <laughs> transformation. I'm not explaining it well, but just some <laughs> goofy stuff. But he, I don't know, he was just having a good time with it. Clearly, so I will say I like the um, the other cop, the comedic relief cop. Oh, not Tyrese Gibson, Al, right? Al Madrigal, oh. who's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, so good. Great. He 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 did have some good moments. I was really worried there was going to be no. Um, humor in this movie so I was really thankful for him because you needed it close Mm -hmm. until Tyree showed up and I'm like oh thank god and then he wasn't funny (laughs) yeah he was not funny he was annoying I thought no boy you had a higher bar for Tyrese than I did well I mean at least he tries at least he tries to be funny generally yeah yeah so I had that and And then then I was like oh thank god it was Al Madrigal showed up yeah Help the guy out. <laughs> yeah, that was my good point of the movie was they put a comedian in a comedic spot to be funny in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that worked. Great job. Good casting. Yep. Yes. That was smart. That was good. Cody, what didn't you like about the movie? <sighs> Let's see. Jared I... Leto? <laughs> no, he was okay. He, he That was... was the most normal role I've seen him yeah. do in years, and he's playing a vampire. <laughs> he was okay. I, To be honest with you, I didn't like the best friend turned villain plot of the story that like that hurt my heart a little bit to have him his friend turn on him which you saw like you knew foreshadowed like you knew he, the friend was going to be the villain right in from the very beginning and then you knew that he was gonna have to take his friend out and they were brothers and then they killed the father figure and the girlfriend and you didn't know that the doctor was professor moriarty so he was no, you t- you specifically the there was guy. the only scene <laughs> i've never seen him them play anything chil- other than the no, evil guy. the only scenes of them as children were all foreshadowing scenes for the plot. It was not, you just knew that was the way it was going to go. You so, just knew. Yeah. No. So I was sad. I did not like that. I thought that was lazy writing. They could, they should have had somebody else be the villain. Okay. Like okay. Uh, I would have, I would have rather have seen a, another scientist like. Um, the love com- interest. Yeah. Or a competitor you know competitor lab be that person a competitor doctor yeah or the Some... rapey goon mercenary yeah or the rapey goon mercenary that, that oh on the cargo yeah. ship yeah yeah something some somebody else not not the brother i didn't like that part of the story okay kyle what you got uh i didn't i actually didn't mind the predictable story beats in the movie i thought it was fine i just it just felt like a movie that was not well thought out in terms of its action sequences and a very poorly edited movie. It felt like it was a movie that was supposed to be longer, but it was definitely shortened and tightened down because throughout the movie, I felt like I was missing context of a lot of scenes, especially towards the middle. And there was characters that you understood their motivations, but it didn't take the step further of like really fleshing it out a bit more. Right. They need more. They definitely needed more character development. I mean, in the beginning with Michael Morbius, you get why he's doing shady things in order to like find a cure for his disease and for his friend's disease. But like once he takes it and then he sees like the conflict between seeing that he's fully healed, but it comes with a cost. There wasn't much of a, a, a dilemma, like a personal frustration between like enjoying this but also hating this it just really cuts to the chase of oh now i have to run for the cops and i have to figure this out and i have to make an antidote and yeah and and beyond that beyond that beginning part it just kind of turns into a sloppily edited mess to me yeah i did want to like in that scene where he's telling his friend he's like it's a curse i just wanted him to be like i'm a monster now or just something where he recognizes that he turned himself into a monster and he doesn't want that for his friend. Like I hate, I hate dialogue that cut, that cuts it and is vague. And it's a lot of vague dialogue. Get away from me. I'm a monster. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of vague dialogue that has to have the audience. He just um, said, get away from me. He didn't even say I'm a monster. Like he kind of just showed, mm -hmm. it's just too bad. You need more, you need more explanation. There was, there was not enough reason for him not to take the antidote. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like he got it. I turned into a freaking vampire. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I won't take that then. Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say it. My least favorite part of the movie 
Matt Smith real ago. Okay. <laughs> he did look a bit too claymation to I me. I thought in this. his face when they first showed him as an adult was a fake face. Okay. His I, ears no, I had the were so thought. big. His chin was so big. And then they transformed into the vampire. He looked like the evil version of the mask in the mask. <laughs> he did look like the evil version of the mask. Yeah. The mask. Oh my God. Yes. You're right. Yeah, was that like, was the one thing I was going to share with you walking out of the movies is that he looked like the evil version of the mask. <laughs> Gosh, that's so true. I mean, it was. I want to put this side by side on the, on the podcast, but yeah. it was, it was brutal. How much I, it looked like. I mean, his face was just distracting through the whole thing. It had to be makeup, right? Because it was all makeup and prosthetics, yeah, I, but it was like poorly applied. I think it didn't I think blend so. as well. I think so. Well, that but, had to be it. Well, then he became the vampire, so they have to add things to his face to sink things in. So his already big face becomes a bigger face. That's true. It's true. Like, he yeah. did look like he was stunned by looked a thousand like you, bees. Yeah, it looked like he was wearing a football helmet for a face. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go so far as to say he's an uggo, but the makeup, whatever they put on him. It, luckily, he was so... Again, he was like the best part to me because I think he knew. I think right. he knew what this was going to be and he was like, I'm just going to ham it up the whole time. Who and cares thought, if there's a sequel or not? I thought for yeah. sure Cody was going to freak out when they did the Captain America trick with Jared Leto and made him weigh 110 pounds and then he was like 185 and ripped. I Cody was going to be like, look at him go. <laughs> no, I felt gratuitous and gross to me in that point. With Chris Evans, it never feels that way. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Never feel it's only happened once. There but was it never okay, feels that way. You I get over it after a while. It's happened in her head a thousand yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say there was one scene where Jared Leto gets into like the strap down thing on the ship to do the experiment. He and, lays on a chair and yeah, strapped down for yeah. the yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it was like we the weird thing trying to make his body seem so little, but it's like they forgot to make his hands look thin, so he looked like he had monster hands then and there. And I was like, ooh, I think I think that's missed editing. I think so. I, think I wouldn't be shocked this. at all. He had the monster hands. He did. I was gonna say, can't look at those, but I didn't want to interrupt. No, it was it was very obvious. Like whatever whatever uh, industrial light and magic did to Matt Smith's face, they also did Jared Leto's hands in that scene, <laughs> yeah. which is nothing. He just has a yeah. weird giant face, and he has weird giant hands. Yeah. So, I, have, I have a feeling that this movie is going to be forgotten about pretty quickly. Had they not released it back in January, it probably would have had more of a chance to do better business. It would but... have had so much more of a chance because there would have been nothing else to see. Well, there see. was and... traction. Yeah. We had traction. It was yeah. The trailer was on Spider-Man. Spider-Man was the most viewed movie of the last yeah. four Ever. years. <laughs> I mean, outside of Avengers Endgame, yeah. like one of the biggest movies of all time. So that many people saw the trailer yeah. and were eager to see the movie. There, I could tell there was so much more enthusiasm for Morbius in January than there was now. They, they really hurt Morbius trying to preserve Spider-Man, which I get why they had to do that. They wanted the third biggest film. They wanted to hit the $800 million mark spider-man so i get it but it it came at the cost of morbius for sure yeah I mean, yeah still came up with 5.7 million last night and is eyeing a 40 million dollar opening but that's going to be by far the lowest for a marvel movie we've seen in a very long time yeah i think had it been released in january it probably could have not necessarily do venom numbers but it would be higher than 40 yeah. or 50 I, I know that they were hoping for venom numbers but it's not going to be venom numbers no, I don't think so. I just think between Spider-Man and then the Batman doing as well as it did, I think audience saw, you know, these really great superhero movies. And then they look back on the trailer of Morbius and they go, oh, Jared Leto? Oh, right. Oh, I don't think I want to go see it. I know why they didn't show Matt Smith that much in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now, too. Because I did think that was weird. I was like, he's not like a big actor, but he's recognizable. Yeah. Like, people know of him from Doctor Who and... After seeing this, I get it. No, yeah. I learned his name from the credits, and I was like, oof, poor guy. <laughs> feel bad for you, Matt. Like you're, you probably are a very good actor, but maybe for like podcasts, you'd be excellent. He's got a face for radio. <laughs> he was Doctor Who. I don't want to downplay that. That's a big role. Who? Yeah, the lady swooned over him. Yeah. Who? 
Doctor Who? <laughs> I live in America. Who? Okay. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Uh, and there was also after credit scenes, but they're so bad it doesn't matter. They are so bad. I I know they're trying to tie. We'll we'll spoiler it next week. Spider Man, but they're dumb. They're not worth spoiling. It's it's fine. We can move on from it. They but... see it like well, we've already spoiled a lot of the movie, but you see as like we. Martin wake back up with hold on you see Martine wake up with the red eyes and then there's no there's no other like why wouldn't you have involved her in an end credit scene oh the love interest the love interest yeah I I I I love her name her name was girl to me I don't know who she was (laughs) Martine how awesome is the name of that I wish I knew that (laughs) her yes her name was Martine I'm guessing that's very not a very common name probably not I enjoyed it. Just make no, it. The movie's just that forgettable. Just make it <laughs> Martina. <laughs> make it anything that makes sense to normal people. Uh, Martine is, you know, the guy who drives the cruise ship. <laughs> in the lost. Yeah. Oh, I thought in the lost city, you mean? Or, yeah, of course. <laughs> you can it's, put him too. It's that guy. It's always that guy. It's the guy that, you know, <laughs> you don't trust to fly the plane into the island, but he's Martine. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you don't make that the scientist love interest. All right. Well, they did. And she opens her eyes all red, which I had a feeling was going to happen. Like the mouse in the box, she was going to come back. That's why she bit his lip and drank his blood. Ah, callback. Yeah. Yeah. I told you there's so much foreshadowing in the, in the movie. No, there's so much shadowing in the movie. (laughs) There is. (laughs) Oh, you can't see a thing. And it's not because of her crappy theater screens like you can't see a thing you guys didn't complain about batman but this was exactly the same there was no difference no it was batman was gorgeous (laughs) that's how you light a movie in the dark it literally lit a scene with muzzle flashes kyle (laughs) but it was cool (laughs) it was cool but you couldn't tell what the hell was going on Though we did walk outside after the movie and we're like it's really bright out here yeah that's how dark the movie was that's how dark it was but to be fair, we came out of Batman, and no matter what time we started it when the sun was up, the sun was going to be down when we came outside. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so freaking long. Time has no meaning <laughs> when you watch the Batman. Well, yeah. Well, I, I think Morbius has got a couple good weeks in it. And Matt but... Reeves takes 90 minutes to watch 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I like that one. That one was good. Um. So how do you think it'll open? Do you think it'll... 40 is their number. I think hopefully it touches 40, but I don't think the word of mouth and the, the critic scores are not. The reviews we were reading yesterday were no. not good. No. It ends the very abruptly at the end with no like real resolution on on where this character is going. It just ends. And I thought he was... Again, not spoiling too much here, but I thought he was supposed to poison himself, and then he just chooses not to. Like, what? There, there should be a reason why he killed his friend. He's like, I'm not loading up this second one for me. There's no logic in this movie, Cody. No, it's fine. none at all. It's that the end frustrated me, and and his best friend being the bad guy frustrated me. I it didn't ends like that. the same way the first. Nolan Batman does with bats flying around the hero. I did have this thought during that, that I was like, this is, I'm like, I think Batman wishes he had as many bats as that's in this movie in this cave Batman right now. doesn't wish at any point he was in this Batman Marvel, would be jealous. This Marvel universe. Batman's like, I'm good. <laughs> Batman would have been jealous of I, the I bat just, control in this movie. No, I just Batman got an had awesome the little movie. scanner thing that made the bats fly after it. He was fine. Batman didn't need. In what movie? Because you never saw any of them, Cody. <laughs> You're going off of Batman 1943 yeah. in 2022, and that's it. There was not enough bats in the Batman movies that I've seen. We know there were <laughs> there were zero bats in we either saw of those them. movies. No, no, the 1943 has bats, and Batman goes, "I might leave you here with my little friends in the bat in the oh fake shadow gosh. bat cave." How about we move on to the next topic okay. now? Cody really liked. Socially insensitive Batman. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> She's saying it second week in a row now. No, no, stop. Do not put that out there. That's terrible. You just said it. I said I saw both of my Batman movies and they didn't have enough bats in them. Yeah. Okay. So how do we transition to the Academy Awards from this? Speaking of insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the big the big Hollywood news of the week is how insensitive uh, Chris Rock was about Will Smith's uh, wife. No, how insensitive Will Smith was to the uh, left side of Chris Rock's face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that better. Yeah, all all I have to put my two cents in on the Academy thing is this is to me the beginning of the end of the Academy Awards. I think we had seen a slow death raspy decline and we just kept hope like this next breath might be that breath of life and no this just this to me was like it's over it's done like there's no they've lost all respect they've lost all legitimacy they nominated too many movies that nobody saw and then they and then they couldn't even get movie stars to behave so no i mean every year you hold out hope that they're going to get it right. That there's going to be something that gets right. Yeah. And then Moonlight wins, which Moonlight is a great movie, but nobody saw it. Right. And then you have Chadwick Boseman at the end of the Oscars to win the Oscar, and he doesn't win. Nope. <laughs> they give it to an old white guy. And then this year was the year of diversity. Like there was going to be a lot of diversity throughout the show. And then... Will Smith goes out and just slaps that right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, you go, Cody. What were you, you going to say? I, I would have felt better about the whole thing if they would have been like, Mr. Smith had to be escorted off the premise. We don't act like that. Um, this is not becoming of the Academy. And he didn't get his Oscar. But the fact that they were like, never mind, nothing to see here. And they still gave him his Oscar. I was like, mm, you can get it in the mail. I am, you don't... I am sure the Academy was running around like chickens with their heads cut off, not knowing what to do, Every... when the solution is to get him out of Be, there. There, need to be an, <laughs> there needed to be one adult in the room that takes control. I just totally felt like I was watching somebody else's children run amok and ne- somebody needed to yell at, at that, them. At yeah. that point, Will Smith, not an Oscar winner. He was not so. He was. It wasn't. Not according to everyone who applauded for him. That's for sure. It wasn't wasn't Denzel. It wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio. It wasn't somebody that has been honored by this organization before. He could have been Jonah Hill. Drag him out of there. Right. The one thing I did think, though, did he get confused that Chris Rock might have been Martin Lawrence and he was just pissed that he wasn't (laughs) going to do Bad Boys 5 or 4? I mean, I always thought that maybe that could be the case. Short little guy with a lot of lip. At least that would be funnier than what the outcome was. Yeah. Which was a G.I. Jane joke. Just just so awkward. It it was I wasn't even watching in live, but then when I saw All the clips. All the clips, it was awkward for me. I'm like, this is bad. Like it's a bad look for Will Smith. It's a bad look for Chris Rock to an extent. Bad look for the Academy. It's probably not good for like comedians as a whole because they're like well great now that will smith did that everyone else in our comedy shops and whatnot are gonna come after us now you gotta have a guy on staff if you're any form of comedian a big a big ralph or a big john that stands there at the bottom of the stage getting ready to slap people back i'm sure the academy (laughs) too is gonna like beef up security <laughs> like Maybe, they but I, they have to right <laughs> you would because people are gonna talk about this next year they're not gonna watch but they're gonna right. talk about it at least yeah i think the academy's just got i think the image issue it just they looked spineless they looked disorganized they looked mm-hmm. silly then they then they rewarded him like you don't reward bad behavior you don't all that does is reinforce the bad behavior like I'm anybody that's a parent knows that and all that this looked like was a toddler tantrum on stage. I'm okay with him getting the award because the award doesn't have to do with his behavior, but I do think he should get a punishment of some kind. I don't know what that means, like kick him out of the academy or what. I think every member of the academy should line up and slap him in the face. <laughs> on live TV, I'm yeah. in. Oh no, I absolutely no, on I, live TV. I'll pay for that. Yeah, won, I'll pay to watch that. Absolutely. He won that award. People voted for him. He mm-hmm. won it. I'm not saying he shouldn't have got it. He shouldn't have got his moment there's a he should have got that he should award have been escorted out yes. three weeks later mm-hmm. in the mail with a note that says please never return <laughs> yeah you this you got this but probably have jada you. grab it in his honor which honestly no, that nobody should have been go- <laughs> gone up there they should have been like they should have announced announced it and just said and we're moving on like <laughs> yeah. totally 
due to behavior or earlier behavior, Mr. Smith is not able to accept this award in person at this moment. So then everyone else would be like, so who won then? (laughs) And like go through the charade of announcing it, say he couldn't accept it. And then three weeks later, he gets in the mail. What if they did like the bait and switch where they like get him on stage and are they, they announce he's won and they're like, but due to your recent actions here on this stage, yoink, <laughs> and then give it to anyone else. <laughs> I th- Whoever there, his biggest rival no, is. Like, I think heads would roll. I want everybody to act like an adult in the situation. No, I want the yoink. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be like fake, like it holds his hand and it just dissolves. <laughs> or it deflates. <laughs> like a balloon. What? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> shocks him uh yeah it that show i mean that show was already like not looking good to begin with i mean mm-hmm. from what it seemed like they brought in celebrities that were announcing all these awards but no one knew why they were there to begin with like they had nothing to do with movies some of the jokes you know it's fine to poke fun at movies but also came across more as though they were just completely disrespecting the nominees rather than you know taking them seriously and it's just it's having an identity problem like it doesn't know whether to do it for the niche audience or whether to try hard to gather everyone and it's just not gonna work and despite the ratings i'm sure that the show had after the slap i don't think that means everyone's gonna return and watch them again Mm-mm, no the ratings I... raised 50 percent from last year making it the second lowest rated oscars ever yeah i know they're <laughs> saying which is i feel like the rating scene is only because last year there were in we're awarding the 2020 movies and there were no movies in 2020. So, yeah. so I'm sure most people are like, why are there even Academy Awards? There were no movies this year. So yeah. no one tuned in to watch that. And it was all virtual. There wasn't anybody in a room there. Like, so <laughs> it, they might as well have not had it at all. So ratings that grew from that don't really speak volumes at all. Like, no, what does it prove? Nothing that nobody's yeah. interested because you don't nominate films that people actually watch. Or Besides Dude, which got watch. a lot of awards. Yeah. Or that so. you can watch in theaters. Or that you can, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so they just are legitimizing nothing. And so what's the point of them anymore? Like, just so that, so those creators can go give each other slaps on the back, being like, good job, but it's not really who actually did a good job. It's just who did a good job that it's their turn to get it, like Will Smith, because he didn't do that great a job in King Richard. Ooh, hot take. Watch you out! He might see he it. might bust down the door. <laughs> he might as well have been in those Batman movies you didn't see in the middle. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, he could be in the Dark Knight, but we'll never tell you. <laughs> yeah, I secret. think there's probably better performances out there that deserved it. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. In the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Anyway, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <sighs> so we have some other like catty Hollywood news this week that came out. We do a lot of beef. Flying around? No, that's not it. <laughs> good, good one, Kyle. Why nope. did you introduce this topic? Um, Paramount and Tom Cruise seem to be in a war <laughs> between flying around. <laughs> a lot of bee flying around. Like, are we a twister? What Top Gun. No, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick flying. I liked it. Yeah, there's the connection. Oh, jeez. It's Friday, folks. Um, yeah. So Tom Cruise and Paramount are in. A heated battle between uh, their decisions on what they want to do for the windowing of Mission Impossible. Uh, it sounds like Paramount's really wanting to stick with the 45-day window and have it advertisements that say following that window, it's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. But it seems like Tom Cruise is wanting the traditional 90-day window and making sure to not have people feel inclined to wait for the movie and not know that's going to streaming until after that window has ended. Tom Cruise as a producer, as an A-list actor that gets a percentage of the theatrical take, wants a movie to stay in theaters longer? <laughs> Weird. Weird. In, well, other, in other news, water is wet. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad there's somebody sticking up for the window. I don't agree it has to be 90 days anymore. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like that is fighting a real, a real uphill battle. But so... I'm glad to see 45 days. I will say that. I'm glad that. they're arguing over 90 or 45. Yeah. <laughs> we've I know. Seen, we've seen way worse arguments than yeah. this. 30 days. We win, we win on both of these. <laughs> right. On 30, 17, 
yeah i mean it there could be way worse and so i'm i'll be happy either way I'm, but i think i do think that the 90 day window is not going to exist past this next year and we got to get comfortable with a 60 maybe maybe the extended window is a 60 day window but 45 days is still a long time and i don't think anybody's waiting 45 days that really wants to see these movies well once all these contracts end with people getting points on films yeah once these are done then the windows will shorten the windows will shorten but <laughs> and there won't be people arguing there'll be for so it. much more front like front in you know front you'll be, back to yeah. the, you'll be back to the time of actor quotes yep where, where they get 20 it, million dollars for a film and yeah, stuff where you'll it was get back like to that jim carrey gets 20 million dollars a movie on a six picture deal right yeah. <laughs> it'll be stuff like that again mm-hmm. which is that's fine it, they're getting paid yeah <laughs> the movie's getting publicity Mm-hmm. but it's just going to be but then it, what it does world. is it makes the budget more clear in the beginning how much the cost is for it and then i think because you see it more clearly in the beginning hopefully it'll be more incented to keep windowing yeah um i think in this scenario 45 days would still be fine if tom cruise like agree with paramount to do like 60 days i think that everyone would be happy mm-hmm. i think that would be like the most fairs for everyone um, but I do kind of like that he's wanting Paramount to hold off on advertising the movie oh, going that. to Paramount yeah. Plus. I do appreciate that at least because I think he is right to an extent. I think, but with Mission Impossible, I do think people will go out to the theater for it. Mm-hmm. But it would incline plenty of people to wait if it was announced right, right away that it's coming to Paramount Plus. You did see that with the Spider Verse trailer oh, before yeah. Morbius. Did Sony say. was all in. Yeah. See this only in theaters it says because we don't in because we don't own a streaming service. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that exclusively in theaters at the end of the thing. Yeah. I think they yeah, made... Sony has been doing that a lot with their titles. Yeah, so I like that's that been a nice lot. to see. Yeah, we'll talk about that trailer in a second too. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, we so on before Morbius there was Doctor Strange and the Spider Ver the Spider Verse one and what else was there? There was like one one other Dumbledore. Oh yeah, Dumbledore and stuff. But we but we had Doctor Strange and then back to back we had the Spider Man um back to the Spider Verse mm-hmm. part one. And it was just like what it, this multiverse concept. So many this, all the all these movies are going so hard into that concept yeah. and it's almost well, like I'm over it now. Well, Spider Verse is the first one that crossed the cross the boundary yeah and that was clever and fun yeah but you can't can't go back you can't go back to a regular spider-man movie after you've introduced 400 (laughs) spider-mans you can't be like oh yeah we're just back to your friendly neighborhood (laughs) spider-man no you cannot do that i don't know i think as long as there is like one part of spider-man kyle you can't go back after seeing pig-shaped spider-man no i I mean i i think you can separate between the two at least but I, I am kind of worried about all the multiverse type stuff. Right. I mean, we just saw, like, we're not really talking about, but like the after credits scenes they're of Morbius, they're doing multiverse stuff and that already looks like it's a sinking ship. Yeah. So it, I don't know. I think some studios will handle it better than others, but it's already something that's only been touched on the surface but i'm already over it too it's yeah. a little like i just don't like it if that's how stories are going to be told it's a little convoluted and yeah. the fact that you can go back and forth this was like my biggest gripe with the the reboot of star trek was they went to time travel in the very first film yeah <laughs> when it's like just wait a second <laughs> give us an origin story yeah, and we, then we'll get there we still need to establish this first like give me give me some time to breathe here although i thought they did it really well I, that's always my favorite star trek no i know but it's it's the same thing with multiverse once right. you introduce it you can't go away from it that's true you can't it's you can't backtrack now. you can't backtrack you're gonna worry about i don't know car trouble when you know there's a multiverse out there that could explode <laughs> at any moment no I'm going to be having orgies and Ferraris (laughs) from that moment on because the world could end at any second. You have to think about in those types of franchises, like at some point, like the common people are like, what is the point in just doing normal things anymore? Like, how can I go to work knowing that I saw a portal to my another world where I'm on (laughs) is happening? No, if I see 
if aliens ever come down to Earth, I am only eating Philly cheesesteaks from that point on for the rest of my life. I'm never, I'm never looking at broccoli again. I'm only eating whatever I feel like for every second for the rest of my life. At no point I'm going to be like, you know, maybe I should go for a run today. It does not matter. I can't, I can't uh, disagree with you there. All right. Speaking of something almost as great as eating Philly cheesesteaks for the rest of your life, we got a new trailer for Top Gun. And it was awesome. First one since 2020. It might have been 2019 when that first one came out. Yeah, wow. Have, were they playing that same one for the last three years? Yeah. Two years, three years? Yeah. I That's think, wild. I think it came out at Christmas 2019 because it was supposed to be like April or May uh-huh. 2020. Yeah, that's right. So it came out in 2019. It's a three-year-old trailer. And then they introduced a new one. Yeah. It's got Val Kilmer in it. It's got more plane stuff. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see it. Cody, <laughs> what do you do during the day? <laughs> this is all I I'm do. I'm not booking Top Gun yet, so I'm not. I just comment on myself. trailers. So it's not in the mind. <laughs> it's not in the mind. I don't want to get to there yet. It's, let's just let's just put it this way. Miles Teller with like several different thickness of mustaches. I was trying to find a screen for everything, everywhere, all at once because they're expanding it in the middle of April, which already had too many movies in it. So I'm like... Where can I find a screen for this? That was my big Everywhere. issue. Everywhere. Good luck. No, I can't find Everywhere, it. all at once. No. It's in the <laughs> title the, of the movie. That's the problem. Cody. I couldn't find it everywhere. That movie is also a multiverse movie, by the way, but it, it looks like the best one ever. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited for that one. I did uh, see the Bullet Train trailer because I watched it in front of Morbius, and mm-hmm. you're right, Kyle. That does look really, really good. Right? Brad Pitt looks so good in it. Yeah. It Brad Pitt awesome. looks fine. No, he looks good. Great. He doesn't like explode off the screen like he has. No, he definitely has a little more wear and tear, the old face, but he's still as charismatic as ever. Yeah, that never dies. No. No, it's a great trailer. Anyway, Top Gun 2. Whatever you love about Top Gun, it's in here and it's going to be glorious on a theater screen. Oh, it's just a nostalgia cheesecake. Put it in me. Yes. <laughs> I just want it. I just want to rub it all over myself. <laughs> just like that lotion they use when they're playing beach volleyball. <laughs> I think that's just straight up oil. <laughs> I'll take it. Baby yeah. oil. You're Whatever it is, sign me up. <laughs> is that also the stuff that's in over the top? I think they've uh, modified it and made it even better. Even better. Okay. Because <laughs> there's a lot of sweaty bodies in over the top. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, more over the top talk. <laughs> it really bothered Cody. It <laughs> I'm traumatized. It was a good. It was a good punishment. She's still a little shaken. Um, so, did you at least see the Minions trailer that came out this week, Cody? No, but I did okay. see all the little Minions clips, and they are really cute. And like, that's about what this other trailer what, was. What the trailer was, <laughs> I. My favorite was the where they're trying to if, when the one minion asks if he can come sleep, and then it just becomes a big slumber party in the bed, and he's all smushed. I was like, "Oh, that's really cute." <laughs> yeah, um, and this trailer was you know the same as the last ones. Obviously, they're selling what makes the franchise work so well. It's a kids' movie in summer, and it's gonna you know make business. I bet. Yeah, it's gonna be a beast. But we've got so many things in that runway. From Doctor Strange to Top Gun to Jurassic World to Lightyear, <laughs> then yeah. Minions, and then Thor. <laughs> it's just going to be a roller coaster this summer. It's true. That just keeps climbing. <laughs> do you think we're going to get Thor Love and Thunder? What do you mean? Do you think we're going to we get it? We haven't gotten any trailers or like any They've got to build. Info on it. We didn't get anything on Doctor Strange until Spider Man came out. It was a slow build. You've got to. They're placing these things out. I mean, not that we're going to get, but there's six, eight weeks between Doctor Strange and and Thor. And Thor's a known quantity, so they don't have to go, they don't have to explain it to me. That's true. Like, they have to explain Doctor Strange to me. I'm like, I'm dizzy during that trailer. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I just just need Benedict Wong or Michael Pena from Ant-Man to explain it to me (laughs) in a very broken down fashion. Yes. I need that. So this is what happened, and this is what could happen. Oh. Yeah, that's what I need. 
Just yeah, need like Michael te- Pena when he gets the truth serum and yeah. he just goes yeah. off. Yeah, I just <laughs> need a, I just need okay. a TED talk like that yeah. to explain to me during the movie what what is happening. That just needs to be every Marvel trailer now. <laughs> just have one of those to explain what the movie is about, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, thank sign you. me up. It's <laughs> perfect. Thank you. Sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, the trailer is gonna come soon. I wouldn't worry too much about the movie. Okay, we're not gonna worry then. Again, that's way off in the distance. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just trying to get through April. Yeah, just get through April. It'll come when it comes. <laughs> I literally look at like my weeks out and I just stop at Doctor Strange. I'm just like, I'm getting to this point. This is my breathing point. Like if I can get through here and book Doctor Strange, then we'll be okay. And then I'll worry about that. Because then right after that is Top Gun three weeks later. And yeah. then those are like my anchor points. I think that makes sense. Like, I think Jurassic World's going to have a problem because Jurassic World is two weeks after Top Gun and in smaller places, you're not going to be off Top Gun after two weeks for Jurassic World. You don't think so? I mean, no. kids love dinosaurs. Well, you might not this have a choice a, if they're yeah. going to do the giant extended minimum week guarantees on Top Gun like Disney has done in the past with films. You're going to end up with these issues with placement i mean single screens always miss out you're always choosing one thing or the other but it's going to be different this year you're going to really miss out on things the way they're placed out yeah it's a little awkward and there's not room to bring something back Mm -hmm. in three weeks after the fact looking at my schedules for small screens there are some places where it's 12 weeks after the fact before you finally have room to play something i mean you go through the entire summer and then it's like august finally comes around and you're like okay i'm gonna play everything in summer i didn't play i'm gonna play <laughs> i'm gonna play jurassic world now that's yeah. catch up and month. it's the middle of august yeah and it's no, like I, when did that come out oh june that's why i think i'm kind of a, actively avoiding it because i'm like oh there's might be a i mean i'm big i'm multiplex this is never a problem you're gonna yeah. have plenty of screens it's not a problem it's just these really little locations that you're like Okay. It's so funny though. What do you want to play more? And and I still think everybody will take Top Top Gun. They that'll be well, everybody's the, number one it's choice. The, it's the sooner choice. Are you gonna wait yeah. two weeks to not make any money? Right. And have Top Gun be explode off the screen and make two hundred million dollars and then be like Yeah. Oh, I waited for Jurassic World, but I just wasted those two weeks. I mean I'm not saying Jurassic World's not gonna be big, but isn't is it the third Jurassic World movie? I just yeah, it's yeah. gonna be massive, Cody. They're all massive. Are they all massive? Yes. I, didn't, I saw the first one. Yes, and then I was is, over it. After this that. is like, you know, the fair what, response. Whatever the opposite <laughs> of Fantastic Beasts is, I'm over it. <laughs> that's what I Jurassic what World is. is. Yeah, you may be you may be over it, but there are yes, massive. Okay. Kids love dinosaurs. They do. Everyone we loves still dinosaurs. love dinosaurs in our house. <laughs> Except would, Cody's bored with them. I'm bored with bored them. with these <laughs> massive more, special effect living creature dinosaurs. I'm bored with the genetically modified Chris Pratt ones. I I need a new story. Fair enough. Yeah, this one is gonna have a new story. Dinosaurs in the world, just like Jurassic Part Two, where they released them in San Diego. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's fine. <laughs> this is different now. It doesn't have Jeff Goldblum in a Corvette. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Jeff Goldblum in it though. Yeah, it better have Jeff Goldblum in it. It'll, yes, it, it does. <laughs> wasting, wasting your time. All right. Do we have anything else on the docket? Well, Kyle and I would like to hint at some big changes coming to the site. To um, Silver Screen Insider. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we've been kind of like beating around the bush here and there that big changes are coming. And it looks like we're firming up, you know, that they're coming in April. And... So just to give everybody a little bit of background, uh, Silver Screen Insider, 2656 Marketing, and Screen Moguls, based out of the UK, have all come together to form a new company. We're bringing everything from each of our uh, companies that is awesome and where we really stand out. We're combining them all together to form, I think, what the ultimate cinema toolkit for independent exhibitors. So... In a couple weeks, Silver Screen Insider will be Screen Insider. Yeah, um, we're really excited about this. Not only will all of our features still be on the website, just as you remember them, but we're also including some new tools that we think will be beneficial to all of your theaters out there. We're going to be including a new tool, which will help you with social media marketing and posting. It will make it very simple for you to be able to get that 
uh, hard stuff when it comes to posting done and out of the way. And it'll just be a one-stop shop where you can have all of the digital assets from the studios and be able to work on making social media posts in one place rather than spreading your stuff out thin over your computer. Oh yeah. That our new tool is called post social and we can't wait to go over it more in detail probably next week. So be on the lookout for that. Everything in one place. Yeah. You know, I'm a shampoo, conditioner, body wash, <laughs> wash toothpaste kind of guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> This is right so, up your alley then. Speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> no, we're really excited. They're just fresh perspectives, new features, just, you know, new and enhanced because a lot changed. A lot changed since the p- pandemic. And I think that everybody needs to think about repositioning themselves, re- looking at their processes, looking at what they're doing, how they're managing and running a theater, how your business is functioning, and just try to put a fresh perspective on it and say, is that is this adapting to the new, what's the new normal now, the post-pandemic industry that we have? And so Silver Screen Insider is going to lead the way. We partnered up with some great other companies that were really at the forefront in their fields with marketing and with this uh, target marketing platform. And we're just combining the good things that Silver Screen Insider had with the movie database into adding more marketing, adding more uh target market or target marketing via the post-social platform that we're integrating. So we're really excited. We feel like this is really going to kind of revolutionize what independent exhibitors need for, for themselves to help market their theaters. Absolutely. Yeah. And as you're all are adapting, so are we, we're always going to make sure that like Cody said, that we're at the forefront, we're always going to be updating our website, always going to be adding new things. So that way we can be uh, the best toolkit for your theaters to make yourselves run as smoothly as possible. Oh yeah, we're really excited. New look, new feel, new features. Yep. It's all coming. Still some old ones. We're still keeping oh, yeah. some goodies. Scoreboard is always going to be there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the uh, TikTok of theater, social media posting. We're better than TikTok. You remember Vine? Pfft, forget about <laughs> yeah. Vine. TikTok. All the way. <laughs> We're talking it, baby. <laughs> Cody and Ken are like, what's a vine? <laughs> I think I was a Cody, Cody, Cody's like, does somebody say vino? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. It's Friday. <laughs> I, sk- I, th- I totally skipped the vine stage. So Yeah. But yeah, that's just a quick announcement that mm-hmm. we want to let you guys know about. Um, we'll and have, we can't wait to launch this very, very soon. Yeah, we'll have a lot more details for you next week. I think we're going to dedicate part of the podcast to going into the changes and what to expect and all of that. Because it will have a new look and feel and we don't want anybody thinking that it's a different site. Because it's all going to be there. Yeah, so to keep an eye out for next week's podcast. It's yeah. going to be very informative. And once again, thank you for listening to the podcast. And thank you for using the website and... We can't wait for this next stage. Yep. Follow us, Facebook, Instagram. We are on Off the Break Podcast and Silver Screen Insider. Yep. You can find us on either one of them. And make sure to get your tickets up for Sonic 2 and Ambulance next week. Yep. Oh, We're yeah. We're looking for our first weekend at a hot minute with two wide releases. Yeah, two. Woo! <laughs> And then we go to Two three. Two big ones. <laughs> then we go to three. <laughs> we go to three after Fantastic Beasts. It's a little rough with three. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Gear up, everyone. It's going to be a big April. Yep. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye.